Hello there, and welcome to the Rosscast. I'm joined today with Mr. Rowe, teacher of history here at Rossell School. How are you, sir? Very well, thank you. Well, sir, you're a history teacher. What got you into history in the first place? It's a great subject, but what was it? Possibly the best subject, I want to say it. (laughs) That passion, I think passion for history is key. And even as a young boy, just sitting at home, it's a wet Easter Sundays, looking at the wonderful you know, war films going on, wonderful matinee history was great, being called up by my grandfather, going into the attic and seeing an ancient collection of lead soldiers from the Zulu War <laughs> and things like that, and hearing stories about that. Yeah. Um, some great models. My father was into model aircraft and oh, he talked to me through that. Yeah. And then you, you try that yourself, and again... Uh, like Mr. Dixon talked in an assembly this yep. day about curious, asking those questions and Absolutely. Having, having family and people that encourage that curiosity and, and that sort of led me on. Definitely. I think, I think when I think of history, it is that curiosity. Why did that happen? Why are we here today in the form that we are? What's led this to, to occur kind of thing? And that's what that, that, they're the questions that history answers. And, and it's almost encouraging that the questions and sometimes in a class... You want you to, it's quiet. Mm. You say, Come on, ask me questions. Ask those questions. Be curious. Challenge. Mm. Keep challenging. Mm. Don't just accept things. Challenge. Yeah. I think that's brilliant. That's what we want. Definitely. Historians challenge. They question. Yeah, and I got down the. I got. I got towards the wrong end of the stick of this in my history class because we were debating the aims of Stalin's foreign policy, and I said that it was expansionist, and I wrote this big essay about why it was expansionist, and. My history teacher, I won't name and shame, but, but they said that I was completely wrong. And I was, actually. But the point was I explored the avenue, didn't work out well. But I, th- I think they were more concerned with the fact that my argument was a bit poor, which is true. I still think it was quite expansionary, even if it wasn't, if it wasn't intended. But I couldn't possibly comment on that. But <laughs> actually, where do we learn? Actually, where do we learn by failing yeah, by exactly. having and also you want to challenge and actually as a historian mm. I'd want to have you showing both sides of the argument definitely that's coming to judgments yeah no. instead of just just coming into an essay with a with an with an idea how dull I know yes come on that, yeah, that, exactly <laughs> uh, I know you're I know you're going to talk about facts possibly in, in a, not a, a very kind way yes well I'd, I'd, for me it's about the fact that the fact that um, people perceive history as having to know a bank of dates and that's it but his, that is the most primitive thing about history learning facts and we were talking about this before and I think history just goes so far beyond knowing facts and it's about the deep analysis it's about asking the big questions on a, on a broader context I think that's so right and they talk about things like the facts, the dates, the battles as the, yeah. as, as the sentences sentences, is yeah. ending the sentences but there is a place for facts, I'm afraid. Of course, of course. Uh, but again, as you say, it's those deeper questions and understanding, mm. reading around that subject. And that's what you like, that love of reading. And it's lovely to see Russell pushing the reading as well from our year sevens upwards. Definitely, with the reading week we just had. Indeed. Um, and I, I, think that, I think that the facts of history are still very interesting. Like I was learning yesterday why old English pubs have swirls in the windows. And it's because as they used to spin the glass, I'm making a spinning gesture here, as they used to spin the glass to make it stretch out into panes, the centrepiece used to be a swirl because they never used to get the spin out. So that used to be cheap glass. And they'd use that for um, the windows in pubs. 
So, so, so now, so now, when you go to a pub, you'll see, and I think there's some swirls around Russell as well in the windows. Do you know the, you know the ones I mean, the swirls the, during the the neo gothic era where they were trying to get back the gothic um, architecture. They used to purposely put swirls in windows, so you never actually know whether it's authentic or not. That's brilliant, great fact. And that is a fact. <laughs> they history. Go, oh, fact. Yeah. Hang on. And that's, that's it. But it's the, I mean, talking <coughs> about the passion of history, it's the story of history. Definitely. Uh, and I know sometimes with history, uh, and quite rightly, academia, you narrow it down. You mm. have your subject. It's mm. deep, deep, narrow, and that's where your an analysis of sources you can uncover so much. But actually, I like those broader brushes of history too. Yeah. And I know it's denigrated in some uh, quarters, the, the, the long chronology of history, but that gives us an overview. And I Definitely. quite enjoy that as well. Change over time. Yes, change in continuity. Change in continuity. Oh, you remember that? Yes, change in continuity. <laughs> that's it. No, but that, that's so true because the broader history is, is what's interesting. You know, what happened between this point and this point to get us to that point? You know, what changed? But whenever I'm feeling dull, history just sparks up the parts of the enthusiasm in me. Because it is, it's a soap opera. You look at someone like Cleopatra, something, it's, it's a drama, you know. It's a drama of history. It's, it's great. I'm on the edge of my seat. What's happening next, you know? It, it, and we tend to take it for granted, but you look at some great event, you think, wow, how's that happened? And it's just it's brilliant. So, t- so tell me, tell me some more about you. So, did you? Which university did you go to? Things like that. Well, I, um, I guess sort of further on, I went to prep school. I was a full boarder right from the early years of prep school, uh, coming back for exiat and loved yeah. that. Uh, then went on and to do war studies at university, King's College London. Wow. So that was fantastic, and that was. Uh, apart from the distractions of London, uh, it was it was terrific. Of course. Uh, lots of fantastic professors, doctors. You could sneak into uh, lectures at the uh, International Institute of Strategic Studies, oh, wow. RUSI, and you'd hear some wonderful side of things as well. So uh, it was great. Yeah, Loved absolutely, that. absolutely. And then, and then you thought teaching. You know, I didn't. I thought history. I love history. I love military history. Uh, uh, there's an army historical branch at the MOD and I thought let's do that and then I did budgeting for the Ministry of Defence which, which is was fun. not no uh, but not particularly it was interesting but then it wasn't a, you know you talked about what passion you wanted personally, that was a yeah, thing and, uh, 10 years uh, out of teaching lots of different roles started to move in there did a little bit of battlefield tour guiding oh, did brilliant some, did some book editing for military history briefly but then actually I was probably putting off doing Teaching yeah. it in my guts, I yeah. wanted to, but I think I was finding excuses. And then did that. Started at prep schools, had mm. fantastic time there. Uh, just come back from abroad, uh, um, which five terrific years here. Where did you get? Uh, uh, Thailand. Wow. Uh, fantastic. Uh, started up a new school there. It was terrific. That was great. Uh, really good fun, but keen to get back. Yes. Came from the uh, Thailand climate to the the balmy shores of north uh, the northwest uh, i'm surviving my first winter here i've acclimatized well i mean the south is a different country well, really. well this is it I, I'm, I'm told that this has been a very mild winter uh, <laughs> <laughs> i'm yeah. waiting for the snow in april and may to, yeah. to, to get in but uh, it's terrific to be here uh, and what a wonderful spot uh, i'm sleeping so well with the sea air coming in yeah and russell i mean what a, what a wonderful place oh it's a, it's, a, it's a beautiful place and uh, i think there's nowhere where history is quite so present as Russell. That's the thing that, that I think that's one of the things that I love so much about it. There's such a rich history 
that's it's almost like entwined with the nation itself. You know, I was reading with Mister McDowell the other day, telegrams from the king, things like that. It was it's it's a stronghold in the north. You know. So um, and just is this the the, the archivist? Yeah, Mister McDowell. He he's fascinating. He knows a lot about Russell's history, um, and there's so many unique things like the fives team, for example. That's a sport that we play. We play Russell fives, and the fives team used to wear cravats. So that and I was looking at these photographs. I was thinking, God, where have we gone wrong? Where have we gone wrong? Do you, know? Do you think have you have you have you made a note on the the changes to the school uniform? Cravats. What are we thinking about? Yeah. Cravats for yeah. all. Russell fives because I, I I've come yes. from a school played fives. Well, sort of fives, I guess. Sort of Eton five, different sort of side, but what a great yes. game! Oh, it's an excellent game. I mean, the thing about Russell fives, I think that you're less used to um, than I am, is the fact that in Eton five you tend to very much stick to the front of the court, especially when you're serving. You do that strange thing when someone serves you, you hug that left-hand wall. Desperate to protect the buttress. Never yeah. understood. But but with Russell Fives, it's very much these long shots in the back corners. Yes. Which worryingly, the fives, yeah, which, yeah. which worryingly you've started getting quite good at. Well, it's great. And, and just playing with the ORs and that OR community. And I think that's another wonderful thing about Russell. The is community. The community. Definitely. And the ORs becoming involved. And we tend to do sometimes uh, Thursday Night Fives. So, so the ORs rock up and we all have a ten minute chit chat and then get on the fives calls and it, it's it's a feeling that you get from doing nothing else it's brilliant because um, everybody's been playing on those courts for a minimum of six years some have been playing on them for 50 years and it's like home and, and, and it's so you know post covid there's a little bit of a gap isn't it you're the yeah. the, the sixth form of played uh, but with covid the middle part of the school haven't we're now trying mm. to develop those lower school players and they're yeah. loving it the SMHs yeah. are, are everywhere definitely and, and there's some really strong players and that's the thing for fives like a lot of the other traditions we have here it's about having the people to keep them going and that people people often criticize tradition but inclusive tradition is something that makes a community unique it's something that we can all join together in um, and it, it, it's, it's brilliant so true i mean another tradition that I'm desperate to have a look at is Ross Hawk. So of course, yeah, Ross Hawk. something I haven't played, so I'm desperate right, to well, see how that goes. Now, my foray into Ross Hockey was brief, but but it's a great game. I describe it as a mixture between hockey and rugby. And I, th- I believe you start, um, it's a little cork ball, like a fives ball, basically. And you have these bent sticks, basically, that they hit it with. And, and you, um, you start in a kind of scrum, and you're all pushing together. And, and before you play the... the um, Sports teach us to draw out the pitch. Check really. your tide times, I imagine. Yes, check your tide times. You've got to do that. Um, I think it's better once the tide's gone out than when the tide's coming in because when the tide's gone out, the sound's a bit more steady. Aye, aye, be yeah. careful. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the tide yeah, that, comes in quick here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, but but it's it's a brilliant game, um, and it's another thing that makes Russell unique. You know, you've got so many. There's so many photographs, and they're the most atmospheric ones of the people playing Ross hockey. And it just looks really good fun. I'm lo- I mean, I'm hoping uh, later on with the, with the lower OR. school have done their uh, done their exams to get into those archives. That could be great yeah. on the historical point of view, Definitely. getting the children to look, you know, real historical sources and trying to yeah. explore and explore some. It's, I know the headmaster's talked. Uh, he's he's done some research as well and mm. can give us some wonderful chapels about some of these. Definitely, OR's. absolutely. Um, and you can when Mr. Cosway gives out the chapels, you can see who's a historian, who's not, because we're sat there like. Wow. I teach a lot of 
lower school history at the moment. I think getting that story, getting that excitement and love of history, yeah. and getting those questions going from the children. Definitely. Keep asking those questions. Yeah, and, and it's, it's the most interesting subject, I think. Yeah, so how are you finding Russell, sir? How are you finding the teaching? It, it's wonderful. I wouldn't have it any other way. It's mm. uh, attached to Wren House, a boarding house. Uh, my wife and I run that. The best house I have to find. Crying um, But, you know, the borders breakfast in the morning. It's wonderful. And then we're straight into lessons. But yeah. the Russell education, it's opportunities. I mean, what Definitely. this place can offer. And for the children who come here, you just want to encourage them to to take up those offers. Because you've got to. That, the, they used to say, back when I was 12, Russell is what you make it. True, and so it, true. It's so true because so there true. Are, there is so many things that you could do. Um, and it's just about grasping all those opportunities. I think I think that's what it comes down to. Uh, I mean, you, from the fencing to the fives to the Ross Hawk to, to the hockey, the sport, uh, the chess, everything. Wonderful. Definitely. And those signature programmes as well. So Absolutely. It, it caters for everybody, no matter what your interests are. And then the thing that I found about Russell is that it's so inclusive. Everybody gets on with everybody else. Um, and that's, that's something that I find quite unique. And because it's an international... <coughs> multicultural community and you see that from the day but in particular with the boarding house side of things as well mm. and that's great yeah. and the weekends are so full as well uh, lots of fixtures and, and every, all those signature programs absolutely so Mr Rowe thank you very much for joining me here we've had great fun um, I'm sure this is the first of many podcasts that you'll, you'll be invited to because it's such, so brilliant to chat with you well thank you so much for asking me and uh, lovely to be here absolutely thank you very much sir thank you my pleasure